This is war to extermination. Fight cell by cell through bodies and mind screams of the earth. Souls rotten from the orgasm drug. Flesh shuddering from the ovens. Prisoners of the earth come out. Storm the studio. Burnt metal smell of interplanetary war in the raw noon streets, swept by screaming glass blizzards of enemy flak. Shift lingles, free doorways, cut word lines, photo falling, word falling, breakthrough in gray room, towers, open fire. Citizen, you are listening to WCBN-FM in Ann Arbor. Guilt, blast, pound, stab, strap, kill. Pilot K-9, you are cut off. Back. Return to base immediately. Ride music beam back to base. Stay out of that time, Flack. All pilots, ride pan pipes back to base. Good evening, and welcome to another edition of Gray Matters, the weekly news and media talk show. My name is Dick Whaley. And I'm Jim Dwyer, welcoming you to Fundraiser Week on Public Affairs Scheduling Time here at WCBN. Every uh, weekday between 6 and 7, we feature, as we are legally mandated to do by the Federal Communications Commission, locally produced... Uh, public affairs programming. Of course, the FCC doesn't uh, mandate that the programming be locally produced. It's uh, simply the good fortune of the uh, Ann Arbor community that uh, we do have locally produced public affairs programming here on WCBN. Yeah, and of course, Gray Matters is a is a show that we try and sort of blend politics, history, economics, <laughs> philosophy, a little bit of movie criticism, and a wry sense of humor uh, regarding the news. I'm, of course, wearing a an old vintage version of a WCBN T-shirt. I call it the emasculated man on top of the world. Mercury, uh, god of broadcasting. Uh, that's a Matt Madden design. He's now a professor of uh, illustration in uh, New York City. Cool. And uh, I'm wearing a WCBN. Yours, I think, is a vintage early 90s shirt. Yeah. Uh, mine is, I think, a vintage mid to late 90s shirt. It's the, uh, some people actually called it the Gray Matter shirt because it has a brain... Uh, orbiting out uh, or ascending from a an open skull freeing your mind for over 30 years and uh that shirt somewhat dated now because of course last year 2012 wcbn celebrated its 40th anniversary on fm and i learned much to my surprise this week that we've been doing these this fundraising stuff since 1981 so uh before that i guess the u uh, provided more funding so it's very important that you call uh, 734-763-3500 to support uh, WCBN in general and Gray Matters in, particularly, um, in particular if you uh, listen to this show. We're going to kind of try and keep it moving tonight with a variety of shorts and whatnot and 
Uh, we'll leave the big uh, themed uh, stories for a future show. Uh, just a note of irony for me this past week was the fact that there was a sort of an interesting discussion about drone policy mm. uh, regarding uh, the uh, metamorphosis from the Obama administration's uh, version of it to from the Bush administration's version of it. And then we had this madman in uh, uh, Los Angeles, a former police officer and military man with the name of Dorner. And I looked at that and I said, wow, that's an anagram of drone, <laughs> so to speak. Droner. So, yeah, he should switch the O and the R and be Droner. Uh, obviously, he's a troubled soul uh, going out and assassinating people for vindictive reasons is uh, yet another example of misguided gun policy here in the United States. And I heard there was a sh mass shooting today at a courthouse in Delaware. So I'll just give out a brain damage award. It's it's strange to me that the uh, beginning months of this uh, second administration of Barack Obama has kind of gotten off track uh, from economic uh, and jobs issues that was the main theme of the presidential campaign and has now uh, sort of morphed into kind of a, a discussion about a lot of social issues. So that is strange. And, of course, the big news today, Benedict the 16th. Shocker. Resigns. Uh, apparently, that hasn't happened since 1415. I personally think he made the right decision. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting decision because, in a way, it gives the uh, Catholic Church a do-over. Yeah, uh, a lot of people thought he was uh, a bad choice. Uh, the church is on the decline, attendance-wise, uh, participation-wise, throughout Europe. Uh, this represents uh, the old guard of the Catholic Church. Uh, Africa and South America is where the Catholic Church is strongest, biggest, uh, most flourishing. And uh, it doesn't make any sense to pick the next pope from any other continent than those two. You'd think so, but it's interesting that apparently all of the bishops or uh, the bishop cardinals the, the college cardinals. of cardinals uh, who rule the bishops michael palin will have to reinvent the cardinal yeah. but apparently they've all been appointed by john paul his predecessor uh, john paul ii and benedict so the conservative flavor will continue i'm no expert on the papacy but it strikes me that the catholic church is in decline for a variety of reasons least of which has this been this massive cover-up regarding uh sexual abuse by priests that John Paul II uh, seems to have uh, slept through. and uh, Well, he was such a, a Cold War uh, ideologue yeah. that uh, that was his really his primary agenda. And that in pushing through uh, canonization of more saints than any other pope in, in Catholic history, some of which were... <laughs> fairly dubious and uh, he wasn't a fellow traveler but he was a world traveler he had the pope mobile going all over the world he was sort of uh he was a man public, of the people as public far as relations yeah, public relations pope. and sort of uh the, what diana was to the british royal family pope jp2 was to uh the vatican for sure benedict the 16th will probably be remembered more as a sort of uh count chocula look-alike worm of of <laughs> theology that will possibly be his legacy, but uh, we'll talk about the papacy and upcoming shows. Well, it, it is interesting that the uh, Benedict, to give him some props, because I think the stress of the uh, ongoing sexual scandal is going to uh, be a uh, forefront on the agenda of any pope, but uh, the uh, willingness to speak out against war 
and uh, to speak out openly about the uh, misuse of uh, sovereign funds to perpetuate wars when uh, the poor and the hungry in all nations of the world uh, really should be a higher priority. Uh, to his credit, the Pope consistently, you know, reiterates this theme. Yeah, though they obviously get, I think, into uh, heavy weather, so to speak, when they start intervening in American domestic uh, issues regarding contraception Absolutely, yeah. and insurance coverage, another misstep. which is another uh, incredibly troubling development within the Catholic Church, in my opinion. I believe that that's got... They they shouldn't have any role in determining uh, health insurance policy whatsoever or women's health issues. Well, there's a left and a right in American Catholics, uh, to be sure. Uh, the left-wing Catholic is probably best represented uh, secretly, although not so secretly, uh, by Stephen Colbert, uh, who's very upfront about his Catholicism, and obviously he's left of center uh, personally, but he plays the right-winger character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's something of a... And, of course, his sister is running for Congress, interestingly. Oh, yeah. In the, South uh, Carolina. A vacated seat by a new, uh, new senator from South Carolina, Tim Scott. I think she has, like, there are seven oppositions from the so-called Not the Stupid Party uh, also vying for that seat. She's the only Democrat, though. Well, uh, 734-763-3500 is the number to call here to pledge uh, for Gray Matters. A couple of new T-shirts this year, uh, update of the uh, hoodie, classic hoodie. I think we'll be experiencing cold weather for, I don't know uh, if the groundhog saw his shadow, but Newt Gingrich saw his uh, shadow off of his uh, big fig-shaped rotunda. And uh, I think his we got shadow six, was all over Washington, D.C. <laughs> six more weeks of winter off of that shadow off of that can. So uh, why not invest in a new WCBN hoodie with a new updated logo on it? Uh, also a new long sleeve shirt with a very nice design, $40 uh, pledge. We'll get you this uh, shirt with an elephant uh, and a boom box. Uh, no political affiliation with that elephant. It's just a very fine drawing. These are all, uh, you know, artwork uh, provided by CBN staffers and local uh, listeners and volunteers and so forth. So if you haven't gotten a new WCBN shirt, why not get one now during Gray Matters? Because... Uh, well, gray's not that colorful, but we have nice, colorful shirts. So, uh, 763-3500. Noticed a couple of weeks ago that uh, Fox is ending its relationship with Sarah Palin. And in honor of Sarah Palin's uh, <clears throat> having her contract uh, not renewed at Fox News Network, I won't go into the public relations statements made by Fox regarding her. Can you imagine the queen bee hissy fit she had behind closed doors about this uh, severance? <laughs> I will merely uh, read from Proverbs. Uh, you get the Bible down here occasionally on Gray Matters. We like to read limericks, poetry, and all sorts of other ditties to sum up things. But uh, it was fascinating uh, in honor of the uh, resignation, uh, an announced resignation of Benedict XVI. I referred to my Revised Standard Catholic Edition, oh, yeah. Proverbs 10. Of course, these are Proverbs from Solomon. She who winks... The eye causes trouble, but he who boldly reproves makes peace. The uh, month of righteousness, the mouth of righteousness, excuse me, I wrote this down, my handwriting's poor, is a fountain of life, but the mouth of the wicked concedes violence. Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all offenses. 
on the lips, <laughs> which is an honor of uh, <clears throat> Palin herself. Uh, he, oh, her, he, he, her who has understanding, wisdom is found, but a rod is for the back of him or her who lacks sense. That is from Proverbs 10, verses 10 through 13. I don't know that I've read too many quotes from the Bible down here, but I thought that would be a... Well, from time to time, they do uh, come up in our popular culture, and they are appropriate and applicable. And it's kind of amazing that Fox, as an institution, finally came to the conclusion that all sane people did years ago. Sarah Palin has nothing to say. And she's very loud about it. And just remember that she who winks, the eye causes trouble. <laughs> that from her famous Joe Biden debate. Can I call you Joe? <laughs> wink, wink. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Yeah, she's uh, <clears throat> going to go down in history. Of course, her career went up in flames when she tried to uh, associate Paul Revere with uh, guns. And ringing of bells, uh, Col Stephen Colbert mercilessly parodied that uh, <laughs> reprisal yeah. of uh, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow's well, Midnight Ride of Paul Revere. You mark my words, and uh, my prediction uh, success rate is not as, as good as yours, perhaps, but uh, I still think that she's going to end up uh, in Playboy someday. <laughs> Just because uh, she is so greedy for media attention yeah. that she'll end up on some sort of similar uh, exploitative uh, circuit just to keep her ego bathed. So good riddance to Indeed. Sarah Palin. Uh, of course, uh, there's been a lot of uh, troubling uh, questions about uh, gun guns here in America. I don't think we need to reprise the gun debate for the time being because that will be... Mm, I think with us for most of the year, I don't, unfortunately, I don't see uh, the gun control agenda of Barack Obama going very far. Interesting that over the weekend there was this uh, funeral in Chicago for a young uh, lady uh, killed by random gun violence in Chicago, apparently mistaken for a possible gang, whatever, uh, who had performed at the inauguration as a sort of leader of her uh, band, her uh, high school band. Very tragic. And uh, the First Lady and uh, Secretary of Education, Arne Duncan, as well as Valerie Jarrett, all uh, attended this funeral. Uh, heartbreaking stuff. But one of the problems that America has with guns, and we've noted this over the years, is that America, unfortunately, leads the world in arms sales. Um, this is something that uh, we have pretty much led in every year. Uh, since the end of the Cold War, during, uh, by the way... Uh, You're talking sales, not just to uh, private citizens yeah. or individuals, but to other countries. Arms, U.S. contractors selling arms abroad. And, uh, for instance, in uh, this is from the New York Times, dated uh, the 21st of August 2000, that American uh, weapons contractors sold $11.8 billion in weapons in 1999. Um, and uh, it notes that the United States had increased arms sales steadily over the last few years from uh, $7.7 billion in 97, $10.3 billion in 98. Um, this was something that continued throughout the Bush administration, 
And some years, this total is a staggering figure. Uh, it would exceed the GDP, for instance, of countries in the news like Syria and Mali, where there is a continuing violence going on. And I believe this is one of those policy uh, issues that the United States uh, needs to re-examine uh, more uh, scrupulously. Uh, I think we need to have less discussions about uh, the few drone drone strikes that are, that are have occurred and more on this arming of uh, humanity that's causing so much conflict uh, in third world countries. Well, and we have so many weapons here at home that uh, you're not safe even when you're alone with your dog. We sometimes on our fundraiser shows like to pull out the old classics or evergreens, as my file is called. And this uh, dateline January 8, 2008, a tracking dog apparently stepped on a loaded shotgun in the bed of his owner's pickup truck, firing a fatal blast into the man's thigh during a goose hunt. Uh, the victim, 46, set the loaded gun in the back of his truck, was about to open the tailgate to release his tracking dog when the shotgun fired. The blast penetrated the truck's tailgate before hitting Price. Here's the clencher. Paw prints were found on the muddy shotgun, officials said. Now, did this dog mean to commit this heinous crime of murder in the first degree? No, it did not. It was eager and anxious to get out of the back of the truck. And uh, this mildly amusing yet obviously uh, pointless death uh, is just the tip of the iceberg of the accidental, the stupid, the pointless deaths which accumulate on a daily basis uh, with regards to the use, misuse, and misstorage of uh, firearms in this nation. Yeah, and I, I read over the weekend that a, a pitcher uh, in the baseball spring season is beginning to start and he shot himself accidentally in the locker room or something. Uh, he's out for, he's, he's on the 30-day disabled list and He's no, lucky. He's lucky. <laughs> he's lucky. Uh, seven, six, oh, seven, six, three, thirty-five hundred, or seven, three, four, seven, six, three, thirty-five hundred. If you're calling from abroad, uh, you can even, if you're a gun enthusiast, put your finger in the shape of a gun and push those buttons on your phone. Like, yeah, there you go. Like it's, it's hiding the, a gun in your pocket, you know, like they do in the movies all the time. It's the magic gun. It's just a finger. Uh, of course, one of the other recurring themes of gray matters over the many years has been the uh, problem with melting glaciers and sea ice. Um, we've seen over the weekend yet more uh, coastal erosion in the northeast. This was a classic nor'easter snowstorm that uh, created all kinds of serious problems, several deaths, uh, more coastal erosion, and et cetera. And, of course, over this past year... Um, Satellite shows, this is a headline uh, from uh, the science section of the New York Times by Justin Gillis dated the 29th of August uh, 2012, noting that sea ice in the Arctic has fallen to the lowest level on record. Uh, there's a palpable photograph comparing to the way sea ice looked in 1979 versus what it looks like today. Uh, these are photographs from outer space, courtesy of NASA, um, and uh, the satellite tracking uh, satellites uh, note the extent of the sea ice found over the weekend is that it covered less than 1.58 million square miles, or less than 30% of the Arctic Ocean's surface. 
um, troubling. And of course, uh, I read uh, over a decade ago about Antarctica and the decline, uh, rising the, the uh, sea oceans as a result of melting. The distinction between the Arctic ice melting, of course, is the albedo effect. That doesn't contribute per se to, to uh, uh, rising sea levels, but Antarctica ice, as well as glacial ice and, and Greenland in particular, contribute substantially to rising sea levels. And uh, once again, scientists at the uh, NASA Jet Propulsion Lab in Pasadena, this is dated December uh, 11th of 2001, Note that ocean levels have been rising at a rate of about 8 inches a century, half of which is attributable to the fact that water expands as temperatures rise uh, because it melts, and 20% appears to be water running down mountain glaciers. The remaining 30% is a mystery, but new data suggests it's coming from Antarctica. Um, so sea rise... And what uh, America will be doing, I think that this, by the way, will be one of the themes that Obama will probably reiterate in his State of the Union tomorrow uh, about global warming. While he may be trying to make a commitment to it, um, what's troubling is uh, we still have inaction, gridlock, and uh, no sense of urgency from uh, uh, the House of Representatives and the leadership of John Boehner. Well, in the over the past few years, it's been noted too that there's an increased volatility in storms, uh, southward progression of uh, typically northern storms, uh, strange weather involving uh, you know inappropriate weather for the area. Last year, in the uh, early days, was it February and March? We had 80 degree weather, and it caused problems for the uh, the crops here in Michigan. It was 85 degrees on St. Pat. Patrick's Day yeah, last year. Just un in Michigan. Unusual yeah. uh, and really volatile and extreme weather. And uh, of course, uh, states are already uh, burdened with costs of uh, everyday uh, infrastructural upkeep uh, with the increasing severity and intensity, and in some cases, unpredictability of these storms. Uh, we're looking at long term systems damage. Uh, exactly the thing that uh, already weakened systems, infrastructural systems, that is, uh, can not really uh, bear very well. So how are we investing in protecting a society in the future from storms? Uh, how can we prevent them? Uh, it's, it's getting late in the day uh, to begin to have forward-thinking policies. Uh, it's worth noting a text that we quote uh, sometimes down here, the Global 2000 Project, a uh, commission appointed by President Jimmy Carter uh, in about the middle of his uh, administration to anticipate what will the situation be climate-wise, uh, water-wise, uh, pollution-wise, uh, worldwide by the year 2000. Well, it took a long time to gather and assemble the data, and uh, by the time it had been completed, Ronald Reagan was president. Uh, he was completely disinterested in the report. And uh, it found a publication through uh, the good people of Penguin Books. And uh, many of the things anticipated and predicted in that volume have since come to pass. Uh, so the country has missed a lot of opportunities to uh, get out from behind the eight ball with regards to uh, long-term climate. Uh, but, of course, longtime listeners of CBN will be aware of this because if you've been listening to Gray Matters going back to the uh, 80s uh, when the show began... Various hosts uh, at that time. Uh, Dix remained with the program for uh, quite some years. 
you you already are aware of these things uh, well ahead of the uh, mainstream media or as Sarah Pillen would call them the lamestream media <laughs> which she personified so perfectly <laughs> so well aptly, yes. Harper's Index is one of those uh, little ditties that we always like to uh, quote from time to time uh, Harper's a very reliable publication uh, they have these uh, sort of uh, reading readings that are very illuminating say a little bit of long journalism and of course the Harper's Index is in the front of the uh, great magazine that gives you uh, synopsises of, of how telling some statistics are uh, one interesting thing and I don't unfortunately I didn't date this properly it's not actually from Harper's it's from my uh, funny times uh, re republication but chances a Republican believes today that Iraq this is fairly recent uh, had uh, weapons of mass destruction at the time of the 2003 invasion two and three Yeehaw, that's how that uh, branding is working so well. And I, I heard an interesting story today about how the Republicans now over the last two weeks are calling the sequestration, the Obama sequestration. This is a term you will hear repeated over and over uh, for the next several months as we get back to the another debt ceiling crisis. Other interesting little factoids from this particular edition. Chances that an op-ed uh, writer in the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, or Washington Post is written by a, wimp, a woman, one in five percentage of quotations about birth control in U.S. election coverage by major newspapers attributed to men, 75% of quotations on abortion, 81%. This is how the, me the media often uh, skews the debate on these issues uh, from a very unfortunate uh, perspective. With a very narrow frame. And, of course, uh, infrastructure is uh, going to be a big uh, debate subject, really, for the next couple of decades. Because uh, even Rick Snyder here in Michigan is proposing, what, get increased gas taxes, right. user fees, so to speak, to pay for uh, road and bridge construction here in the state of Michigan. Interesting that the percentage of GDP that the United States has spent on transportation infrastructure since 1970, 1.6%. Rank of that percentage among the lowest of any developed nation first. We spend less percentage-wise uh, in terms of, you know, maintaining our infrastructure, uh, which explains uh, why we have crumbling roads and whatnot. And uh, this is a sad commentary. Th these, these are actual job creators, the infrastructure. And uh, if you're lucky enough to have lived to live in Ann Arbor, you see that we have spent quite a bit of money in this city on redoing storm drains to deal with flooding and increased rainfall. Uh, we've we've re re fixed the Broadway Bridge, for instance. Um, so do call us down here seven three four seven six three thirty five hundred to pledge your support for wcbn fm and arbor yeah the money that you uh donate to wcbn uh really goes a very long way uh we are our long-term goal for the entire fundraiser is a mere forty thousand dollars now to you or i personally that's a lot of scratch uh, but as individuals in the community who rely on wcbn for news for entertainment uh, for valuable information of local events and activities. Uh, you can't go wrong uh, by resubscribing your ears to another uh, great year of free broadcasting here on Gray Matters and on WCBN, FM, Ann Arbor. 
And, of course, infrastructure is part of what we're dedicating some of our uh, budget this year towards. That's right. The new transmitter, I've been reliably informed from people down here at the station on executive staff and whatnot at meetings that I've attended is uh, pretty much the ball is rolling, and uh, we are going to be expanding our FM coverage to a greater area here in the southeast Michigan so more people can tune in to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor and programs like Gray Matters and all the fine programming that's coming up. Uh, we have Groovasaurus coming up at 8. We have Yazoo City Calling coming up next. And, of course, the Radio Llama, Fa Fa Fa, the Garage Boys, as I like to call them, Frank Ulay and Professor Schmitty up at 10. So this is a fine night to listen uh, to this excellent station. Uh, you were mentioning Ronald Reagan and Star Wars. It's interesting to note that um, when Bush took office, and this is yet another very reliable publication that I love quoting from, uh, the Nation magazine, their uh, uh, national security specialist, William D. Hartung, in an article in The Nation dated the 8th of April 2002, noted that the United States has uh, spent, um, as of at, at that time, uh, $238 billion dollars and that Bush, and this was, of course, uh, following 9-11, was planning on more um, Star Wars spending. <sighs> and, of course, uh, you know, we know, for instance, in the uh, debate on Iraq and this uh, Chuck Hagel nomination, you know, Leon Panetta testified last week, uh, yes, he's a fine bureaucratic infighter who will, whose memoirs may be one of the more interesting published events of the of this era because he he goes back to the Nixon administration and the office of OMB served as uh, chief of staff for George Bush head of the CIA and recently defense uh, head uh, under Barack Obama but it's interesting to note that uh, and these are just the so-called official numbers we've spent 640 billion dollars on the war in Afghanistan and more than 800 billion in Iraq uh, more than $12,000 per household. These don't even include the numbers like the amount of money spent on homeland security uh, and all the spying and uh, invasions of privacy that are going on or uh, the incredible increase in the uh, veterans' uh, budget that is dealing with the wounded from Afghanistan and Iraq. These are the misplaced priorities that we at you know, the Gray Matters team have always been focusing on we need to spend more money on infrastructure, education, you got it. And, of course, one way you can participate in that, uh, it's unfortunately we don't have a system where you can delegate your tax returns individually and say, I'd like all my money to go to education or I'd like all my money to go towards this cause or another. Uh, but you can make a pledge of support right now. Let's see if we can get one or two more phone calls in before the program is over. Uh, to keep uh, this uh, bastion of uh, free speech, entertainment, and fun uh, going for yet another year. And, of course, we mentioned uh, global uh, climate change uh, uh, just a couple of minutes ago. And for the record, 2012 was the warmest uh, record in the continental uh, United States since. They've been keeping records back in 19. 1880, the only part of the country that was a little cooler than normal was the Pacific Far West along the Pacific coastline 
from basically Seattle down to uh, parts of Northern California. Some parts of uh, the United States and the Great Plains, of course, we had a massive drought last year, uh, were a 